have a few friends who don't live in Kenya and I've always wondered how life is for them. Some of them we've been able to keep touch while others we completely lost touch when they moved out of Kenya and they went to other countries to make their life and a living. I totally understand and I miss the connections that we had when we were together, especially when we were in high school, I've sort of lost like a quarter of my friends because they decided to go abroad and pursue their dreams. And today I want to have a conversation and to try and understand what kind of life are my friends living? Is life better there? How was it for them when they were starting out? Is it working out? Were there problems? I have so many questions and I believe some of you would have the questions that I also have of an experience of just living outside the country you were born with. We've definitely seen so many stories in the media, but I want us to hear from a good friend of mine whom surprisingly we've been able to keep touch over the years since we met back in college and now we're adults trying to figure it out, 20 somethings. Enough of being dramatic. Let's jump onto this conversation and understand an experience of living outside your hometown and your home country. So buckle up Magnetica fans and enjoy the ride of this conversation. So hi guys, man. My name is uh, Mwanda. Uh, I live in China. I've been here for the past, uh, how many years? Maybe six years now, fam. Yo, crazy, crazy times, man. So, um, experiences they're too many, man. Too many experiences. Um, yo, it's, it's been a roller coaster of, um, of, of experiences, man. <laughs> okay, you will get to tell us some of those experiences that you've had. So how old were you when you went to China? You said it's been six years. How old were you? Did you want to go there? Why did you think of going there? Of all countries in the world, first of all, do you like cultural work ethics? What is it that drove you to go there? Okay, film. Maze, can you get into Kenya to Nishida too? Nishida, but see, she does a kawaida. To be honest, I never thought that I would get a, like, I never really wanted to go anywhere else apart from Kenya, man. It's just that I didn't like any other country. I, I just thought of my life and my future in Kenya. Uh, but Sasa Kuka Kwa Nishida, I had to move, man. I had to move. And Nikadzipata Hapa, Nimisasa China, yeah, doing the most. Fam. I'm a businessman on the side as well. Um, I have a couple of businesses in Kenya. I'm doing pig farming. I am. Um, I have a t-shirt printing business. I print color t-shirts for people. I have a wallpaper business. No, actually, not wallpaper, wall panels. But soon we will. Um, we will expand probably. So um, yeah, life is moving. That's amazing. I'm so glad that you've taken the hustling spirit or the business spirit of Kenyans to China. So yeah, Umesema, definitely. <laughs> you saw your future here in Kenya, but now you're in China, you gotta create a whole new future for yourself and a whole new life for yourself. So I want you to just paint a picture 
for us, everybody listening to the podcast right now, what was your first feeling when you just landed in China? Like the first one month, what what stuck out? What really stood out about the Chinese people, the country itself? What was the first thing you're like, wait, what? Unadzokitu uh, niati, the first, the first experience in Yemeni Likwanayo, kwanza nilingia kwa airport and then just cigarettes, man. Cigarettes everywhere. Not like the, the, the visible smoke, but you could feel the 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 smell you could you could smell the smell of cigarettes like here these people are smoking nation man. <laughs> and um another thing uh one month into actually a few a few weeks into it you know uh because of uh the pollution i think but china is big anyway so uh maybe it doesn't affect everywhere uh this this history of pollution echo everywhere in china but uh when i looked up man um i couldn't see the stars anymore man and the moon it took me too a long time uh since i saw the moon and as clear as it was in kenya yeah yeah and then another thing man it was cold jinilingi at the end of winter so like um the winds uh is a wind is a i'm not i don't have the scientific name for it exactly but is a wind because in a pastoral joto you come so it was it was very cold it was very cold but otherwise uh there's so much to talk about man like um food was different they have a wide variety of food like it's too much like kenya <laughs> no like veggies because of a, I come from an ordinary like Kenyan household so like veggies ni ni makabo cabbage uh kale uh kales your spinach things that we do to put the the things that we put on top of the food what what, what is it called eh garnish too it's just garnish yeah na veggies but they have so many different kinds of vegetables man and they cook it so differently uh most of it is boiled but uh at the end they add some soy sauce and some oil you know to cake you are too fine tamu just a different cuisine and it was hey kwambaya i actually liked it i like the food i like the greens especially man and um, they have they have the biggest variation of like recipes that i've ever seen ever Yeah. That's amazing. I'm a foodie, so I'll definitely add China to the list of the countries that I want to visit. <laughs> I I I like that. I like to try different food now and again. So yeah, so you say it was very very cold. I can imagine because right now I stay in Kambu and it is cold. It's not like Ooh, add to that point it was cold to a point where where you put your like when you put your body inside the bed you cannot move seriously man like it's um illiqua illiqua fucked up and i was in this place where um there wasn't any air conditioning like air conditioning that um like like a heater or something it um it was it was kind of hard man the air conditioning that was that i had in my room haikuna to a joto evil when you need one attack i want to join me with a joto now hey josie sit up in the joto what's it so um it was it was tough but truly was a true truly was a true another thing is like 
chopsticks, like using chopsticks for the first time. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. There's a there's actually a there's actually a manual for it, man. There's a there's a way you're supposed to hold your chopsticks, you know, in a way that Haisha Toka and it's so hard to memorize, but once you get the hold of it, it's like second nature, man. Like Uku other spoons. Hey, please zinye ni meona spoon, like a silver spoon or a metal spoon. Ni hotels, like a big, like high class hotel. Babundun is a patana spoon. Uh the the rest of them, they're like Izimas. Maybe in kindergartens they use spoons because the kids are are too young to use chopsticks. And they have this ceramic uh, the ceramic ones and uh they don't use it for food, they use it to drink soup. Yeah, soup is also a vital um diet for them, you know? Yeah, I know, I know, I know the whole story about soup when you go to any chinese restaurant in nairobi we'll obviously give you soup and i also love the soup it's really really good soup and it's organic the taste is just its own taste its own chinese soup taste anyway away from food because i'm definitely feeling hungry already and i was even before we started recording is there a thing like always been hungry i'm always hungry are you always hungry <laughs> yeah there was a time that i used to man but, but right now i would say i'm not eating as much as i would like to um it's just that you get to a point that that you can't um eat uh, eat, eat as much food is not one of the like priorities man you have you have to get to work you have to work you have to uh chase after the dollar man people don't sleep here we work we work a lot man it's a good thing you mentioned about working because i definitely have had about the work ethics that the chinese people have or do so when you left kenya it's a good thing you're from kenya because kenya we are also very industrious hard working hustling spirits since somebody is young like i remember i started i don't know hustling when i was 16 years old so definitely kenya is one of those countries but i know when you went to china there was obviously a culture shock about that how did you adapt into like putting in the hours when it comes to work how was it for you was it hard did you used to fall asleep at work <laughs> you can tell us about that experience oh uh, no no man like like you either have it you either have it or you don't it's 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 one of the two things man i always expect that you met to kenya come out like funny cars come out say work a day in your life and then you go somewhere and then you will see the kind of work that you will have to do you know the kind of uh the amount of hours that you have to put in man like i've seen people come and they how on a, they don't have the um excuse my friends they don't have the balls for it man they don't have hawana they come they give up because they didn't have it in them before they left the country like back in kenya people used to uh, i i left a, a, a huge amount of people who are very hard working man and it's true kenyans kenyans are very but here utapatana now say they work it's like it's like there's nothing else that you have to do man you just have to work there's a culture you know and it comes from the family you know this working culture old people are sweeping the streets this is not like young people jobs uh mid uh middle aged people are driving our buses okay this is not work for the youth the youth are the 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 work like the powerhouse of the nation so um you find them you find them in companies you find them starting their own businesses um because of the competition as well man like uh, there's 1.4 billion people here you know and you have to work maisha man inapeleka mse vibaya mazee so you have to you just have to because there's so much that you need to do uh the bills are you can imagine how much the bills are you know you can't um you can't afford rent you know so you have to work extra hours man um a person working uh, in 
the office of nine to five. And then from there, it takes a car, uh, becomes an Uber driver uh, till around 11 or 12 and then goes to sleep, does the same thing over and over. You know, you up at, at like at like five six in the morning man uh, you find old people out here dancing old mamas like it's in them they don't like to be lazy you know they don't have like this age where uh, like people what want to give up people are working man and they're not complaining people are not complaining if you complain you're normal and it's you're the one it's you you're the one who's supposed to bring food on your table these people work hard wow okay <laughs> that's, that's definitely something I'm so glad you're Kenyan. At least it wasn't that bad for you. Yeah, so moving on. When you were in Kenya, you were studying. If I'm not wrong, you were doing... I don't remember the course you were doing. You were either doing engineering, something to do with the sciences. But now you've mentioned when you went to China, you became a teacher. So what are you teaching them? You're teaching them technology, teaching them Kiswahili. And why did you decide to become a teacher? Was was that part of the plan? Definitely not, man. First of all, I didn't even finish. I had trouble. Like, I wasn't a good boy. I had trouble in school. I, uh, I had to continue with school. My dad was paying the fees. And then he died. So, I was provide you so I went to China. I went to China. Uh, got screwed over by the agents who who bring you here. And Kazipata, two places in here. I had no choice because I came here uh, searching for a university education, and I was going to do computer science. But then there wasn't any scholarships available. That's uh, that's the thing. So um, I had to hustle. You know, I couldn't let it be a, an impediment to anything I did. Yeah, that's what happened. And um, surprisingly, to now, um, who knew, man? Who knew like which was in Guinea come out teaching at me when you look down upon when you were young like you never even thought of it I never even thought of like doing teaching and now I've done it for the longest time and um, when I go home all I'm doing is thinking about these kids how they're going to learn yeah you know like taking a kid from no zero level you know uh, where the only language that they're subjected to is Chinese and Chinese is so different from English. The pronunciations, the tones, everything is just different. The colors, you know, how how you phrase words, it's just different. So imagine taking that kid from um, zero level to a point where they talk back to you, man. They speak back. They, they it's just, it's just amazing, man. Like, um, it's just work that you're seeing the progress. You know, you're seeing the progress of this work. You're seeing how much uh, you. Um, and we're thankful, man. We're thankful for whatever, man. Uh, life gave us uh, lemons, and uh, we made lemonade. Uh, and I can't complain. It's this thing that uh, gave me all these businesses, man. See more black in each and I don't think it's going to stop anyway. So, uh, how's that one, man? Yeah, you definitely have to learn how to make lemonades out of lemons. Sometimes life doesn't turn out as we imagined or expected so what do you teach when you before you went to china did you have basic knowledge of the chinese language or had you done a course on needs did you know how to speak yo fam no fam nothing zero language when you speak man and you know our english man it just depends where you are you are brought up man but don't forget man like um since since 
this nursery. That's all you've been taught in. You've been taught in English. So ukisikia ukisikia mtu tu amekaa tu home na haezi find a way ya kutoka kwa hao a hustle apate pesa za kujitoa aende maju apate like two or three or even five times what uh people are earning in Kenya it's it's just weird man na systemi atiju uko huko na unafanya kazi poa atiutoke or anything i'm not saying anything like that but like if you don't see an option there's always an option even if you can't speak their language there's a, there there are phones for that man you can go out there and you will find a helpful community people who help uh settle you in it just depends on your luck i think i was a lucky guy but then the Kenyan community of over the world is huge fam and they're very helpful they're very helpful tapatana na watu sasingine utapatana watu wabaya sasingine wazuri most of the time utapatana watu wazuri watu wataku connect so usiogope kwenda anywhere atiju au jasoma au fanya shit yote you can you can learn you can learn yo pesa ni pesa bana making money making money was the plan though. i was uh 22 i think yeah i was 22 when i came to china now i'm 28 uh yeah i'm 28 Yeah so here you are as a 22 year old you're in a new country mm-hmm. you don't even understand the language they speak you have to learn but what I'm just like so happy about is you learned everything and now you're teaching kids like that is something that is so big you really made some steps there thank you for representing bro thank you so much for representing so yeah so now i just want us to do like the 20 something questions cuz you're a 20 something and on this show we like like to ask the 20 something questions when you're 22 years old to 28 years old the chinese experience how would you define your 20 live alone your uh, 20 20 and 21 here in kenya but how would you define your 20s six years that you've been there how i will describe my 20s well um but a bit of uh, yo a bit of everything man ups downs lessons For days fam um uh, i have in this 10 years i've been um the brokest i have ever been and the richest that i have ever been and i've lost riches i've been nil i've been negative and i have gone to the high high i have what is there to learn fam <laughs> it's just um communication with others uh, this is what i've learned never give up life is gonna life is gonna give you lemons man life is gonna give you plenty of lemons you're going to find people in the employment industry who do not believe in you who do not believe in your in your in your ability to deliver not because of anything not because of what not because of like major reasons it's just because they don't like you um you will find a lot of that in this life and um you just have to move on you just have to continue you just have to you just have to push through it's going to it's going to kill you but you just have to push through you have to continue that is uh what i've learned that is what i've learned a uh, biggest lesson i've learned uh you can always learn another thing yeah you can always learn you can always learn uh i for example cannot speak meru uh, i am a meru boy and i can't speak a word of it not because of not because like uh, not because i don't want to learn it's just it's hard to grasp another language it ha- always has been but then i came here i didn't have a choice i had to learn the language because you have to talk to a shopkeeper shopkeeper doesn't know 
any English. You have to talk to the Uber driver. You have to talk to the uh, to the grocer. You have to talk to people. You have to ask questions. So uh, situations like this, uncomfortable positions, you have to put yourself through all of this. And uh, once you do that, you're going to make progress anyway. I, I, I like that you say that there's always room to learn something. But people are not going to like you and they just don't like you because of who you are and there's nothing you can do about that. I really have Imagine you see that. Um, with the, the thing about China is that um, there's so many people. So you get exposed to many of the, um, you know, a place where there's too many people. There, There is a good number of good people. There's a good number of bad people. You know, there are people who are very polarized. People who love, who love what they love and they don't know why they can't love anything else. You know, it's weird. It's, it's fucking meeting a person that you have seen all for the past year and they see you like it's weird fam like um you're gonna find people who are not used to you like kenya kenya unapata uh what wanachukiana na ujuani uji konini na you wish that it would be different um to wish that it would be different is uh it's a good thing to wish it's a good thing but there's a reality of things is a reality and you have to accept it as soon as better chances you are at being happy with this life that has been presented to you man you have to live through it a lot of challenges especially dealing with people who don't want anything to do with you because of the color of your skin um so uh with that in mind man and then you you wanna succeed wanna succeed it's such a refreshing feeling man like you feel like you're on top of the world so there's a lot of lessons that you can learn from here because we're talking about china there's a lot of things that i'd like to say to relate to the people who will listen to any of this message man uh, another thing is um competition competition is is good is healthy and you have to realize that once you start a company there will always be people who will do will make a company similar to yours you will always have competition and some people will have a one-up on you so you have to keep on your toes you have to work hard you have to realize that there is always someone out there who is willing to do better so you have to do a lot better you have to stay up you have to build your business you have to build your brand you know you have to be authentic authentic and you just have to be a good person the way you relate to people you have to realize that that uh further down the line people are are gonna prove beneficial to you the number of relationships that you uh hold and maintain you know uh is very important yeah yeah that's amazing you've said so much stuff just like trying to digest you've mentioned at some point there was a time like you had lots of money and then there was a time money disappeared so i would just want you to tell us what was the best phase of your life in china sorry we're being biased today because we want to understand Um, an experience of like living outside your country, you know? So yeah, between the six years, what was your best face while you were there? Hey man, it's right now, man. <laughs> it's now the longer you stay outside your country, the better your chances get, man. The more you know people, the more opportunities go, the more choosy you become, you know? There's times when I haven't, I sat down, I, was, I didn't have a job, but I know I couldn't just go and just take anything, you know? That's a good thing, again, with having a high number of people, you know? That means the the pool that will, will employ you will be high, you know? There's 
always advantages in numbers. There's always advantages in numbers. So it's right now. Why right now? More money, you understand the culture better, or you've gotten like to establish a good relationship, Chinese or your neighbors. Why really now? Why do you feel like now is the best phase of your life? Uh, now is the best time of my life because of the relationships, you know, the relationships that I've built, the, the number of people that I know right now. So that one is uh, definitely uh, the, a definite plus, you know. Through that, I've been able to choose the places I want to work in and get the most amount of money for um, for the number of hours that I put in. Um, here, we work preferably uh, per hour basis. So if you had a full-time job and then some part time hours you can you can make a decent leaving man you can make a decent leaving you can easily make over a half a, half a million Kenyan. wow i feel like i just want to jump on the next plane and come to china and make a half a million immediately <laughs> but you'll definitely start high you'll definitely start higher than um, um, you'll definitely start higher than a typical job in Kenya like no matter the no matter ile profession you do but some other like careers profession um, uh, sometimes it's just better to stay home and uh, I feel like you can make that amount of money in Kenya as well if you just went to the right places if you just went to the right places and never gave up just tried more anymore and it doesn't really necessi- necessitate you moving to a different country man uh, sometimes here in Kenya um, it pays I feel like Kenya is still a dream place to be in just um, it depends on where you get to work yeah so be on the lookout before deciding to go anywhere and you have the ability to just hold on and uh, wait for a good job um, it's good also don't be afraid to start small uh, just get the experience uh, like for example when I started working in uh, uh, in the teaching industry, uh, I wanted the high salaries, man. I was I was gunning for the high salaries because um, I had this pride in me, man. Um, like, like I wanted to be a computer uh, a, co- a computer scientist, so um, I knew that the money involved would be great. So I had the same hope when I when I started doing teaching. So I uh, reached out to a job that was paying over 300k. So I went there and I failed miserably because I didn't know how to teach definitely. So it was easy for them to see that I had no experience or I had little to none. So uh, I didn't get it. So I had to look for a job that was uh, of a much lower pay and um, and um, I just built from there man like uh, a year later I was already uh, think I I will handle this big school so um, yeah it's all been up- uphill from there man right that's that's good and what was the worst phase of your life in the six years uh, the worst phase of my life was at the beginning of my journey here in um, here in China I had to go to another country that is um, not really it, it's different from China. It's called Hong Kong. There I met um, I met every kind of people, man. Every kind of person that you could meet in this world. Drug pushers, drug users. Uh, I had to... Um, I had to stay in a place where uh, rent was not less than 3k a night because the cost of living is so high in some of the areas in this world like Hong Kong it's one of the highest so that was the I had to stay there for like nine months it was hard uh, staying without food it was it was difficult uh, I guess this is where my appetite um, got permanently affected because I, I can stay I can stay long hours without eating food comfortably because 
because when you get to a point where you're so hungry and you have to pay rent first <laughs> before you think about food, um, you learn a bit about human survival man, and uh, the things that you, you have to do to get money. So if, if you uh, become prideful uh, of the work that you're going to do, you better realize the, the, the cost, the implications of your decision. So uh, basically, that was the hardest time of my life here. The first, the first few years, the first two years that I came here. Okay, I'm glad you were able to overcome that. You came there. Lemonades out of the lemon. Yes, I have, a, I have an interesting question here. What is the one thing that bothers you today about the current world we're living in? What is something you look at and you're like, hmm, this just bothers my mind or bothers your spirit? What is the one? At least now you've had exposures of both sides of Africa and a moving country. Borders, man. Borders. <sighs> I can't even begin to explain why, but I, I feel like we're humans. All of us are just humans. And how people got to where they are they move, they move. So borders don't make any sense to me. The, the number of good people in this world and hardworking people is so huge, man. It's more, much more than the people who wish bad or evil or people who devise evil schemes in their minds in this world. They're not as many as compared to the good people and the good, uh, the hardworking people in this world. So why shouldn't they be allowed to go somewhere and work and contribute to a better society where they are and a higher standard of living for them themselves. So this is one of the things that I hate uh, about this uh, thing is racism and racism is real. Racism is living and I don't think that um, it will end anytime soon. So that that bothers me as well. I'm telling you, just digesting your answers. I, I feel like I appreciate that. I haven't experienced the whole border thing story, but you know, when you were just talking about the borders, I've just remembered the stories um, I've had, I've read of how people are being treated when they're trying to move from one country to another. And yeah, sometimes it does make sense because at the core of everything, we're all human beings at the core of everything. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, another question would be, if you could talk to your former self right now, Mwenda, and, you know, just say one thing to that former self. And the former self could be the you, you know, giving yourself hope and deciding that, well, looks like this country, Kenya, is not working out for me. Let me go to another place and dream again or find hope and make a living. If you could just talk to that young 21-year-old guy, what would you tell that person? And then the second question would be, anyone who desires to visit another country what are some of the things you would tell them to be ready for any young person because our podcast is for 20 something i will tell my younger self to just take it easy just take it easy and to know the difference between uh what is in my mind and the realities of life you might think that um but i think the top of it all is just to take it easy man because uh whatever i thought i was gonna be 10 years ago it's not the same thing it's not it's really not uh, whoever i thought i was gonna be with 10 years ago yo, that changed man like sometimes you keep hoping that 
uh, some things would just come back and you would do it by. But the more you continue, the more you reach out, the more if the um, people or or even circumstances or opportunities, they just drift away. They, the farther they seem. So I'll just take and tell them to take it easy. Uh, be ready for whatever is going to come. And uh, sometimes you don't get it, but we get it in another way. The goal is the same. The goal is the same. It's just to make it in life. So that is what I will advise uh, my former self. And for the advice of people going abroad is just leave leave don't be waiting if you have the means to leave just just leave man just leave but do not leave if you are already employed and the amount that you get is 20% higher than your counterparts if your salary is 20% more than your count then I suggest you stay okay guys I guess we've been told we should just leave yeah so you know leave, leave. What are you waiting for? Don't 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 wait for don't wait for for poverty to to eradicate you, man. Because the life we're living is short. You should make the most out of it, and you should make it within the shortest amount of time possible. Shortest amount of time possible. You have to do it. You have to do it. And uh, you know, once you get to a uh, certain like um tax bracket, you will get this money every month. And uh, is that you're not even um you you don't you're not guaranteed that the next few months you will be here. Let's just say the truth. You but and in Kenya, you're good you you know you know yourself you know you you know you can walk your ass off you know then the chances of you like like on a major setback like compared to like a person like me and you feel you know if you have a major setback i am going to suffer the most like uh consequences of these setbacks man so um so come on up relatively you know to sustain to and you have enough to to save. Just consider staying after place in a lockdown issue. You feed that money into your business. Yeah, it's always better to, to get more uh, sources of income uh, rather than uh, depending on um, on just uh, like Yashara. Um, Remember, it's only celebs that you hear. The normal people who are working hard out here, they don't have time to be in the media, man. So it's important that you consider people are working and uh, people are making a name out of themselves no matter where they are so come on atako na madzu waenda ukiwashua pia pale ambapo unaenda i think when you've talked about the setback the first thing that has crossed my mind is perhaps the reason why you say it would be easier for someone who is in their native country at where they were you know born is because they have family there and you know you always have people to fall back on you know a couple of friends will be there for you are you saying that because when you went abroad you had to establish new friends new neighbors i mean you all speak in different languages there's one you can speak to kiswahili there did you find a community i'm curious about that did you find a community there was it a struggle uh kwanza first of all hey, yo man where i went when there was no people actually one kenyan only one kenyan and uh, we didn't relate that well like we didn't uh we didn't share the same you know like your relationships are on a on a personal level not just because like we're from the same country that we have to like relate man now sometimes yeah like this where are you going 
majuu mbona mbona unaenda majuu sasa zingine unaenda majuu alafu unapata na watu wenyewe wametoka country yako and then you depend on them to to um, give you places you know just most of the time you won't go higher than, than the highest person from your country who is there most of the time waje tuseme tu kweli because uh, mwenye kwa juu yako atakupatia distance in, in bigger than you unless you are working entire, totally entirely uh, different like career fields if you're doing the same thing uh, sometimes you need that diversity you need to learn pia ukienda majuu si usikuwe kuwa kukuna tu kae na wakenya peke usikuwe evolve uh, just try and nini uh, na say but sometimes it's hard like right now i live with kenyans now the like my, the kenyan community i know is huge i i live with i live with um, i live with a couple of kenyans right be honest so but um lazimu realize so that you move on you have to integrate you have to integrate integration is very important for you to experience the benefits of this life yeah because you might not be able to um, uh, do things on your own and um uh, your family may not be able to connect you to the places where you can get like um a good amount of money or like uh, they don't have uh, enough connections so you build yourself just build yourself you have to make sure friends you'll be left with your family you'll be left with your family and um if the if you guys are strong if the bond is strong so you just be left with your family and just like chosen few people that you will meet on the road on the way my last question right now this moment for genie could grant you three wishes what would you wish for just three if a genie were to give me the chance to just grant me three wishes yeah you know, um, i have to think on that one say food more food <laughs> oh you say food at more food this of my mind i can just think of investments man just money money related things this uh, crypto investing in crypto um i i wish i will just know i will just know uh when was the right time to invest in a particular stock or or a set particular cryptocurrency man it's just uh this is one of the things that i wish that i would know another thing is good health good health is always important good health for me good good health for my family and for my friends and um number three, what is it i just wish i was the best I, just in whatever i did and whatever i put my uh knowledge into experience into i just wish i was better and i just found an easier way to handle the problems that i face in my career and in my life i just, uh, just find out a simple very time um time effective method to deal with the challenges that i face with my work and uh, my businesses yeah wow that's amazing thank you so much for creating the time any final words that you want to tell 20 something oh sorry man I, i i i talked man uh shout out to you man so uh shout out to you i see what you're doing what you you you're you're working on just be an individual remember just be an individual no need for the hype just be yourself just ask questions um uh be the best reporter that you can be you know people are looking and um yo ben was wengine jo we check in this wajui lakini fanyeni kitu na ikajikubu just just do whatever it is that you want to do man but uh yo feel keep working at it man just send a layer and the layer find the find the right people ask the right questions just find anything man just to just uh keep working 
keep working man don't stop man i admire you I admire you You're one of the few man i see you i'm grateful that we we've had we've maintained relationships with people for um strong relationships with people for just keep 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 just keep relationships man and keep them for a long time just try and keep them for a long time what i can end with wow thank you so much you brought tears to my eyes thank you so much mwenda for creating the time totally appreciate it i know our time zones are different everything is different but i do appreciate time that you have shared with us on this platform magnetic podcast definitely lots of learn from experience in china i know we could talk a lot and a lot but yeah we could do a part two after six years there or probably would have gone to another country i don't know god always has the plans we just have to keep working at it as you say thank you and thank you so much for listening to our podcast now we are on youtube so make sure you go and catch up to all the episodes that you miss because we are committed to reposting them on the youtube platform asantini sana for the love you guys mad love all of you i appreciate you thank you so much thank you but asantini sana to everyone bye bye keep warm have fun take care of yourself uh, bye bye guys uh, it was always a pleasure